This podcast is made possible by Better Elf. Are you having trouble with your life? Is the stress of shopping for the holidays a bit much right now? How about the all-consuming dread of family coming over for Christmas? Well, you ain't alone. Better Elf is here to help you become the elf you were always meant to be. You can speak to a licensed therapist at a time that's convenient for you. They're around when you're sleeping and even when you're awake. Every single day, even on Christmas. Ain't that a gift? And right now, for listeners of this podcast, you can get 12% off of Better Elf. So why wait? Have high elf esteem and discover the best version of yourself with Better Elf. This advertisement of satire and Better Elf is not a real product. If you need mental health services, reach out to a licensed professional or call 1-800-662-HELP. This program contains talk about criminal activity and may paint a not-so-flattering picture of some of your childhood heroes. It even includes a few cuss words and may not be appropriate for your youngins. So, you might want to earmuff them or send them outside to play. Thanks for listening. that right, Santa Claus. My name's Richie Buck. I'm a former pest control technician, carpenter, and sometimes wise man in my church Christmas program. As for my current situation, I'm an investipodster. And the jolly man you just heard on that recording? Well, last year he got locked up. This year, he's gone and busted out of jail. Guess who's going to drag him back to face the Christmas music? You can thank me later. This is season two of Santa May Be a Criminal, an ongoing Yuletide investigation. You got anything other than cookies and milk? Do you have something like bangers and mash? And this is the sixth day of Christmas. Jesus saves a lot. Hey everyone, I'm Brittany, the host of Wicked Deeds, a true crime podcast where I, alongside my co-host John, that's me, delve into all things true crime related, with an emphasis on unsolved cases throughout the Northeast United States. I chronicle the stories while John analyzes each case using his investigative background. Through our conversations, we aim to bring more attention to these cases and, with any luck, help produce new leads to be worked. You can find Wicked Deeds on all major platforms, with new episodes releasing on Tuesdays. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on our socials to stay up to date on all things Wicked. Come on, Richie, we're going to be late. Some things, I guess, don't change. So what all do you know about her? Almost nothing. She's never at the workshop. She rarely makes any public appearances. So she's like a recluse? I don't know. I did just read in Elf magazine that she's rumored to sign on for the next season of Real House Elves of the North Pole. Really? Wow. Ellie and I are rushing through the streets of the Nopo, headed to what I'm told is the most secure meeting place in town. No, it's not City Hall, and it's not the headquarters of the FBI. Come on, through here. 
we turn into another little tunnel. Is this Santa's bunghole? Ew, no! That's on the other side of town. Oh. Up ahead, I can see a light, and I think about the sheer craziness of the last couple of years. If you told me before all this started what I'd be doing right now, I would have laughed you out of the room. And if you told me I would have a podcast, I would have said, what's a podcast? We emerge from the tunnel into a part of the NOPO I've never seen before. Could be a business district, not sure. It's got haberdasheries, cobblers, even what looks like a record store. I take it all in for a moment. Okay, let's stop a minute. Why, you tired? No, you are. She's right. So what about the husband? You know anything about him? Well, I can't confirm it, but I hear he's the foreman over at the Coke and Coal plant. You mean like the soft drink? No, silly. Though I bet you wish they'd sponsor your podcast. It would be a good fit. Coke and Coal, we'd always love you to sponsor this show. I don't know all the scientific mumbo-jumbo, but I do know, in order to do it, you have to have the highest quality coal. And you know what the no-po has? The highest quality coal? Yep, and lots of it. Ready now, old man? Hey, you're lots older than me. You're only as old as you feel, Richie Buck. And you look like you feel old. We cross the avenue and approach a storefront. There's nothing special about it from the outside. There's a sign above the door that reads, Antique, but it's spelled A-N-T-E-E-K. Jesus! Crystal! We enter the store, which is fuller than a tick on a hound dog. Ellie, what are you doing here? I told you a hundred times, it's Jesus. I know. She's so mischievous. Oh, is this him? Behind the counter is the tallest elf I've ever seen, besides the Claus family, that is. Hey, I'm Richie. Hi, handsome. Suddenly, he disappears, and I realize he must have been on a stepladder or something. He appears at the end of the counter, and I lean down to shake his hand. Nice to meet you. Sorry for the mess. It's winter cleaning time here. No, not at all. You've got a lot of stuff here. And when I say a lot, I mean Jesus saves a lot. Oh, we have all your antiques, knickknacks, gadgets, bagatelles, baubles, bibelots, bric-a-brac, curiosities, notions, novelties, conversation pieces, showstoppers, frills, furbelows, souvenirs, playthings, whimsies, and whatnot, thingamajigs, embellishments, trinkets, trifles, and ornaments, and that's just the start. Talk about a mouthful. If you see anything you like, I'll cut you a great deal. He smiles, and I swear his teeth sparkle. Easy on the sales pitch. Hey, Zeus. What? An elf has to make an honest living. And that's all you're doing here, isn't it? It is. Just ask Todd. The two of them look at each other. She knows something, and he knows she knows. I can only assume the Todd that Jesus Jesus is talking about is Todd O'Tannenbaum, the Todd father. And actually, maybe he's Ellie's father. I still need to figure that part out, but now's not the time. Ellie impatiently looks at her watch. Look. We're late for a very important appointment. Oh, Jess, they are waiting for you. Ellie shakes her head in frustration. Please, follow me. We follow Jesus past the knickknacks, the bric-a-brac, whimsies, whatnots, and thingamajigs through a curtain of red and green beads. Beyond the beads, well, that sounds like an autobiographical tale about Mardi Gras. I'll have to write that if I ever go. There's a strange hallway. It curves in pretty steep angles before ending in a door, which reads, Interview, except interview is spelled E-N-T-U-R-V-Y-O-O. It's either interview or interview. 
Jesus opens the door and inside sits Savannah and Ralphie. They're late. You made us late. I did not. Ellie and Jesus stare each other down hard for a moment. Uh, Richie, here. I'll deal with Jesus over here. Hey! Sorry we're late. Don't worry about it. Ralphie stands and shakes my hand. Savannah does also, and we sit across the table from each other. You don't mind if I'm recording, do you? No, it's fine. Everything we say today can be on the record. Great, then I'll get right to it. Uh, like, don't be shy. We're just having a conversation. Um, so, Savannah Claus, you're Santa's daughter. I am. Do you mind if I ask you what you call Santa? Dad? Pop? Isn't it obvious? It isn't to me, as she can tell. Father Christmas. FC for short. Of course, I should have seen that coming. And Ralphie, you're Savannah's husband. I am. And your last name? He looks down, a little embarrassed. I glance to Savannah. It's Claus, too. Oh. I had to take her name because of the regulations up here. It's not that way back home. I don't follow. Ralphie's not from here. So where are you from? Jersey. Really? Yeah. I guess the accent should have given it away, but... Well, what are these regulations? Those with the larger family nice list history retain their family name. If the family histories are equal, the couple gets to choose either family name or a new name. Obviously, I'm a clause. We've got a pretty good record on the nice list. Until recently. That's up for debate. Sure it is. So how was your mom and father Christmas's relationship? Solid. No problems? Not at all. Now, I don't know what he did when he was on the road, but I never saw any problems. How do you feel about that song that talks about Mommy kissing Santa Claus? I feel like that's the song of my childhood. Fair enough. So, while we're on relationships, how do the two of you meet? They look at each other and smile. I can't be sure, but I think Savannah has grabbed his hand. Well, you know our need here at the NOPO for coal, both for fueling purposes and for... Her voice trails off. She won't say it, but I will. The naughties out there. Right. The naughties. A few years ago, FC and I toured some refineries down in America. We ended up at a spot in West Virginia. At lunchtime, we entered the cafeteria and had this really delicious meal of fried... She looks to Ralphie like she can't quite remember what it's called. Turtle dove? Chicken, babe. Fried chicken. <sighs> I could certainly go for some fried chicken right now. We'll continue this interview after the break. Hi, I'm Nick, and you may know me from the True Crime Garage podcast and the voice of hopefully one of your favorite characters on Santa Maybe a Criminal. Can you guess who? Well, I have another great podcast to tell you about. It's called The Big Kid Show, and it's available for free everywhere you get pods. Big Kid Show is three longtime friends talking about movies, music, video games, and everything great from the last four decades, especially the 80s and 90s. Each week, we play a new game, pick a new theme. So join us for Trivia Night, Top 3, Rankums, and some If You Were Trapped on an Island. If you catch yourself constantly thinking about Halloween candy, 90s music videos, and Ivan Drago, well then check out me and my friends on The Big Kid Show. Listen to The Big Kid Show at the gym or on your daily commute for a fun pick-me-up. Available now, everywhere. To catch you up, and no, I didn't get any fried chicken, please send some. I'm in an antique store at the Nopo, interviewing Santa Claus's daughter, Savannah, and her husband, Ralphie. I'm going to try to see if she can help figure out where her father is. So we sit down to this meal of fried chicken and mashed... Potatoes. 
potatoes and all sorts of other yummy things. And I guess you could say we caught each other's eye. Yeah, it was love at first sight. He had mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes on his chin. And I was trying to subtly tell him to wipe his chin. It ended up staying there until the end of the meal when I went up and introduced myself to him. That's a great story. I guess in a way you could say you were brought together by the naughty list. Yeah, I guess in a way. And Ralphie, now you work at... The Coke and Coal Plant. The Coke and Coal Plant. And what do you do there? I, uh, I coke coal. Okay, pretty straightforward. Uh, don't think that has anything to do with the case. But I want to make something clear real quick. You mind? No, please go right ahead. You see, coal's been vilified for a long time for being, you know, what a naughty person gets. But do you know why that is? Because it sucks as a gift? No. Savannah. Well, one story is, you all have the phrase cold-hearted down there, right? Yeah, of course. Cold-hearted people tend to get on the naughty list. The idea is that the coal could be used to heat their homes and therefore their hearts. <laughs> Ain't that sweet? It is, but Santa knows that homes aren't heated by coal, right? I mean, maybe wood for a fireplace. Won't fit in the stocking. Well, maybe you could pay off an electric bill here or there. What are you, crazy? Have you seen the energy prices lately? Savannah cuts him a look. My apologies. Well, that's a beautiful story. But that's not the whole purpose of the coal. There's more. But we have to let each person figure it out for them elves. Of course. Let, let me get back to the purpose here. You know I'm trying to find Santa Claus, your father, Savannah, Father Christmas. And he said last night you heard from him. And he said... Christmas is canceled. I mean, do you think people are going to wake up and receive nothing? Well, because of the protocol, gifts or coal will still go out. The protocol? It's our backup plan. We've employed it the last two years and will until FC is back home and can resume the deliveries. Well, that could be a long time, you know. The protocol is designed to last as long as needed. I get it. Do you miss him? Of course I do. He's my father. How about you, Ralphie? Yeah, he's always been great to me. And what about you, Richie? What about me? Do you miss him? I wasn't expecting that. Oh, have you listened to my podcast? Every episode. <laughs> Twice. Shh, Ralphie. We love that ending song. Ralphie! Big Bad Santa. Okay, enough. Sorry, sorry. It is a great song. Well, what's your answer? Do you miss him? Well, since you listen to the show, I'm going to guess you know exactly where I stand on this. But do we? Really? What do you mean by that? How old are you, Richie? I'm old enough to know naughty from nice and young enough to still hold a grudge. There you go, my friend. Ralphie has just dropped a lump of coal on the table. Fresh from the plant, for your cold heart. I slowly reach over and pick it up. It's heavier than it looks like it should be. It's heavy. You see, the thing about North Pole coal is that it carries enough mass to warm the person's heart who's holding it. If it's heavy, you may need a lot of heartwarming. I can assure you, I don't. I shove the coal in my pocket and get back to business. Okay, just a couple more questions. Uh, one, Ralphie, you're human. I am. And Savannah, you're an elf. Yes, my whole family is elfin. So why aren't you short like the others? And why is your voice not high? Obviously, you all spend time at the workshop. Do the vapors not impact your vocal cords the way it does the other elves? My mother and I... Mother Christmas? No, I just call her Karen. Oh. We have a pretty steady herbal regimen we keep. Right, because this place is crawling with herbs. <laughs> Where do you get them? 
Elphazon delivers everywhere and usually within a day. Can you believe that they are actually going to build a plant up here next year? Pee-Pee Pat nods up to some shady- Shh. We're keeping our eyes on little Pee-Pee. But back to your question, Richie. I don't know why our voices don't change. It's a mystery. Could just be genetic. We have to go. We have another meeting. Shit. Sorry. Uh, one more question. Sure. What is it? Where is he? Where is Father Christmas? Your father. Where is Santa Claus? I don't know. He didn't say. Okay, maybe he didn't say. But you know him. Where would he want to go? Look, if you live here 364 days a year, it's white and gray and cold. You're bound to look for something different. At least that's what I'd do. It seems like she's done with the interview. Okay. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to speak with me. Nice to meet you, Richie. They move away from me and it occurs to me as Savannah leaves the room. Hey, Ralphie. Yeah? Since she's an elf and you're a human, you know she's going to outlive you by hundreds of years, right? So? So how do you deal with that? He stops and either a twinkle or a tear appears in his eye. I love her years worth and a day to make up for it. Wow. That's special. If you ever get something special like that, Richie Buck, you better hold on to it like Myra Abernathy holds on to a taco. Or a margarita. We smile at each other. Take care of the coal. Oh, and subscribe to FBO Max. You might see some elves and a person you know on the next season of Real House Elves at the North Pole. But you didn't hear from me. I sit and reflect back on this whole journey, the miles I've covered, the people and elves I've met, and what I've discovered about myself, the things I have and the things I'm missing, but I'm finding the pieces, and I guess that's all that matters. Turn to my room. Okay. Who's in here now? Karen? Ellie? I turn on the light and am surprised to find that my room is just that. Mine and mine alone for a change. Just to be sure, I checked in the closet, the shower, even the safe. But I was truly alone. I pulled out my phone, wanting to call Myra, but forgot there are no cell towers here. So, I picked up the Yule log that Karen brought and flipped on the tiny black and white television. Imagine that, the real house elves of the North Pole's on. I don't get the obsession with that show. Anyhow, I grabbed my notepad and pen and flipped through the book. It could take me months to go through this thing, but there ain't no time like the present. Thinking back on all the clues I've learned thus far, I try to find entries that could be a piece to the puzzle that's already forming. This is organized by continent. I don't know why I've always assumed Santa was still in the United States. Shit, he really could be anywhere. 
I feel relatively certain, though, based on the clues and my current interviews, that he's between 36 or 37 degrees north latitude and about the same at south latitude. Shit, that narrows it down. Not. Key cities that fall into that range include, but are not limited to, Nashville, Tennessee, Houston, Dallas, and Austin, Texas, Orlando and Miami, Florida, Los Angeles, the ever-popular Las Vegas, Mexico City, Buenos Aires, and I haven't even left the Americas. This is going to be impossible. I flipped through a few more pages and find an entry from 2008, Orlando, Florida. Why does that R-O-D-E-N-T seem bigger than me? I flipped further from 2011, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I sure wish someone would fix that bell. If sleigh bells ring, Liberty Bell should echo across the land. <laughs> Dallas, Texas, 2015. Where have all the cowboys gone? <laughs> and finally, Las Vegas, that same year, 2015. I love Vegas. What I hate is leaving Vegas. <laughs> this city has more lights and excitement than the Nopo ever did. <laughs> I had a heck of a night at the roulette table, too. Remember this secret? Always bet on red. <laughs> some nice person even left some snow for me on the mantle. <laughs> I didn't take it because I have to be in control when delivering these gifts. <laughs> Tonight, it's about the nice little boys and girls. I think back to what Jasmine, the medium, said. She did admit her vision was a little in and out. So, maybe he is in Las Vegas after all. I mean, this is by far the longest log entry I've found in this book. It's clear he feels some sort of kinship to the area. I open up Elf Book on my phone and send Hog, the one-eyed bounty hunter, a friend request. It's my only way to communicate with him right now, unless he's familiar with Morse code. I wonder how far he's gotten with his investigation back home. I also accept a friend request from Billy Krampus. Looks like he sent me a message as well. Richie, got some info on your boy. Hit me up when you're back in town. We'll go karaoke. Karaoke, huh? Sounds lovely. Does it have anything to do with Sin City? Looking forward to it. Then I message Hog. Hog, I have some evidence that might help us. Also, Billy Krampus says he has some intel. Let's all get together when I get back. Beers on me. I start to shut the book and then realize there's an indentation in the margins. It's hard to make out, but it appears to be the same handwriting as the other entries. Huh. I tear a piece of paper off of my notepad and lay it over the page in the Yule log. Then, remembering the lump of coal from Ralphie, I take it and rub it across the paper until I can make out a few faint letters. <sighs> Christmas magic indeed. Now, what does it say? Sky Park Subdivision. Looks like a great place to retire. With Ruthie. <laughs> oh, shit. Santa Maybe a Criminal was conceived in the escape room in Savannah, Georgia during Rob P.'s 50th birthday party by Jason Usry, Rebecca Sebastian, Shiloh Katniss, Scott Musgrove, Michelle Kaz, and a few rogue elves. To become a rogue elf, head over to Patreon where you can be naughty, nice, a V-I-E, that's a very important elf, or even the mayor of the no-po. Oh, shit.
That's patreon.com slash Santa Maybe. Santa Maybe a Criminal is part of the Glassbox Media family, the premier podcast platform for both creators and brands. Santa Maybe a Criminal is written by Jason Ussery, hosted by Richie Buck, podcast production and editing by Richard Buck, social media designed and delivered by Ricardo Buck, website management by Ricky Buck III, all other duties as assigned to Richard Buck. Santa Slay Sound Design by Captain Fat Ants. Music and sound effects licensed by paying through the ears to multiple royalty-free audio providers, not the least of which are Epidemic Sound, Soundstripe, and Motion Array. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to give us a five-star rating and write a review to get on the permanent nice list, or you can roll the dice. You've been warned. Going to leave you with a public service announcement from a great organization in the true crime space. Thanks so much for listening, and remember always, always, always be nice. When a person goes missing, their loved ones often find themselves overcome with worry and grief. Bruce Maitland started the 501c3 nonprofit organization, Private Investigations for the Missing, because he knows this feeling all too well. When Bruce's daughter, Brianna, disappeared in March 2004, he was surrounded by licensed private investigators dedicated to finding her. Now his mission is to provide dedicated private investigators at no cost to other families of the missing, desperate for answers but without the financial means. Private Investigations for the Missing needs your help. To read the mission statement, make a donation, and keep up with our blog, visit us at investigationsforthemissing.org and follow us at PI for the Missing on Twitter and Facebook and Investigations for the Missing on Instagram. Because forever is too long to wait.